Well, hello, hello, hello. Thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, welcome to your show, Fruit for Your Soul. I'm your host, Cardelia Reed. And I want to tell you how much of a privilege and an honor it is to have you join me. Um, you are just a blessing. And, you know, everybody is needed in the body of Christ, especially you. So just want to let you know how much I appreciate you following me, your support. And uh, we're going to talk about today change assessment management. Now, I call this change assessment because I'm just going to spend some time talking to you and asking you questions. And management meaning how much are you managing your expectation of change and taking authority of who you are right now at this present time? Uh, there's no doubt they were living in perilous times. And one of the things that I don't ever want to engage with people whenever I meet them is just how bad the world is and how terrible things are. Because it comes to a point in your perspective as to how you look at it and how you share that with others and how others, once they see that on you, the light on you, uh, they want some of that. They want to say, well, how is it that you can be this great and smile and joyous in this present time? Well, it depends on how you're dealing with it, right? And so today, you know, I'm not even going to talk a whole lot about um, the things that I have been talking about. And we're just talking about like just teaching and things like that. I really want to just do an assessment of where you are. And because at the end of the day, you don't want to waste your time, Right. Maybe some people, it makes them feel good to sit and listen to a teaching about the Holy Spirit. And maybe it makes them feel good to read the scripture too here and there. But the truth is, if you're not applying it, number one, and number two, if you don't have a heart to do something about it, you're wasting your time. And we don't have time to waste in this life. Number one, Jesus is going to be returning very, very soon. The rapture will be taking place of the church anytime, any moment. And the next thing is, you know, your life is very, very precious. And so if you're wasting your time, there's a possibility that you don't know how valuable you are in the body of Christ. And, you know, I'm hoping if you've been following me at this point, you do know your value. But at the same time, if you're staying in God's word, if you're hungry for the Holy Spirit, if you're spending time in prayer, you've got to know your value. Now, needless to say, um, you know, many are the afflictions of the righteous. But remember, the Lord delivers him out of them all. That's very, it's a very important scripture to know. And just paste that on your life. Because a lot of times you may find yourself, I know I just did, you know, a couple of podcasts about dealing with the hows and whys of asking how, why, how, why, how, why. But once you get past that and you've got to get past that because you cannot stay in that point forever, you've got to move on to the next level. And that next level is exactly uh, com- uh, comes down to spiritual promotion, comes down to dealing with things differently in life. Um, when you deal with things differently on a higher level, on a more righteous level, you start receiving that change that you've been expecting. And if you are not receiving those changes and something's not, something within you is not as receptive to growth, you're not as open to feedback. And, um, you know, I've got to tell you that dealing with some Christians, I have dealt with Christians who pray, read the Bible, uh, believe in God for change in their lives, specifically in certain areas that they're just hurting in. And then when you try to give them feedback, they come to you for, you know, for, okay, what do you think of this? And you give them feedback based on the truth, based on God's word, and you show them God's word. 
they still don't receive it. And to this day, they still have not changed. And that is a dishonor to you. It's a dishonor to God. And God didn't put you here on earth to stay as babes, as spiritual babes. He put you here on earth to become fully fledged, mature spiritually, and to grow in his word day by day. So with that said, um, I, th- I want to give you something to think about. That's why I wanted to have this podcast. And, you know, when you start thinking and analyzing these things, the likelihood of you placing them into action is very high. And so um, you've got to get to a point where you're thinking, you're thinking, you're thinking more on God's word and more on your life and how you can apply God's word to your life and less on what the world is doing. People, you know, it's so easy to watch or hear something on the news that's disturbing and you start pondering on that, pondering on that, pondering on that. You know what you're doing? You're pondering on the demonic. And then things just don't go well in your life or something happens and, you know, somebody cut you off in traffic and you get angrier and, you know, it just goes down the tube from there. You know, it, I can go down the spiral of things of how things can go wrong, but we want to focus on what's right. And that's why you look to the word of God, because you want to add righteousness to your life. And that's why we want to increase in our relationship, because we want to add more holiness to our lives. Right. OK, so let's talk about where you are with change. I don't want this podcast to be um, this whole season of change. I don't want to be a waste for you. And I, I believe in the name of Jesus is not going to be a waste for you. All right. So one of the first things I want to ask you is, are you any different this year than you were last year? Okay. So this is September, 2020. What has changed this year since September 2 and 2019? Now, I'm not talking about your circumstances around you. We know what's changed in the world. We know what's changed. You know, it's easy to look at, you know, what's changed in your family, what's changing your relationships or what's changing your bank account. Those are those are facts. We, we see that. Now, I'm talking about the truth. The truth is what has changed in you based on God's word from September of last year to now? Have you applied God's word to your life so that there's something different in you? Right? So I'll use myself as an example. I will tell you, I was talking to someone last night, and we're going to narrow this down. You know, last year, six months ago, three months ago, are you any different? And I was telling someone, I said, you know, I, I walk in more authority today than I did even three months ago. And, and why is that? God is always looking to increase our faith, right? Without faith, it's impossible to please God. So when we start increasing our faith, things start occurring in our lives that cause us to have more faith. And so I've had to apply more faith in my life today than I did three months ago. And with that came spiritual promotion. Now, I will tell you with that promotion came persecution. Now, I want you to, I don't want to say this to discourage you because you're going to have things that are going to occur in life, especially the closer you get to God. Now, the Holy Spirit protects you from very damaging things happen, but you will have the enemy try to do things, right? And so this is what happens to all of us. Um, One life is not an exception to the other. The only difference is that one that has the Holy Spirit and that relationship, the Holy Spirit protects us from a lot of these things, all right? That protects us, meaning that when the enemy throws his arrow at us, he will not be successful in the name of Jesus. So I just want to make sure you understand that. So with me, let's just say uh, within the last three months I had, I went through some persecution. 
it was very disheartening. It was very unexpected. And um, it was a very, what can I say? If I didn't have this Holy Spirit, it would be traumatizing. And with that said, and it was within the body of Christ, okay? It was with God's people, unfortunately. And that's just how it happens because that's what Paul went through. So it has to happen that way sometimes. And with that said, it didn't, it literally didn't stick. Now, it was it disturbing? Of course it was disturbing. Did it hurt? Of course it hurt. But it didn't last. When I say it hurt, it could have hurt for like, I don't know, maybe a few minutes. And I'm not being over... I'm not over-exaggerating here. I felt it, but it didn't stick. You understand? That's what the Holy Spirit does. Now, with that persecution came promotion. Hallelujah. Now, with that promotion came a closer relationship with the Holy Spirit. So when I received that promotion, when you received that promotion, we walk so much closer in that we start dealing with things a lot better, a lot different, more like the way Jesus wants us to. Because the Holy Spirit has taken over in our walk than we did before. Now, here's the thing with the promotion, okay? Here's the thing with the persecution. A lot of times we cannot get past the persecution because it hurts so bad. It hurts so bad because sometimes we don't have the relationship with the Holy Spirit. So I'm trying to connect these things so you can see. And we get angry and we want justice and we want to do something about it. There's some things you've got to fight in the Spirit. Actually, okay, you know what? All things you have to fight in the Spirit. But a lot of the times we feel like we have to do something in the flesh. And remember, we wrestle not against flesh, but against principalities and powers of darkness. So when we try to fight in the flesh, we lose. All right. So when you fight it in the spirit, it doesn't stick. It doesn't last. I I immediately, when things happen to me right now, at this point in my life, I fight in the spirit. I fight in the spirit. I'm using myself as an example because it's a safe example right now. When it's time for me to use someone else, I will. I'm not trying to brag on myself. I'm only bragging about the Holy Spirit. So I fight in the spirit. So when I fight in the spirit, things change immediately, drastically. Matter of fact, you know, after that persecution, someone came to me and said, Cordelia, I was praying for you. And Blah, blah, blah. This person had um, authority in certain areas. I'm keeping this extremely general. And they said, I was praying for you. And I said, oh, well, do you know what? That helped. <laughs> I told them immediately it helped. And then someone else called and said, hey, I've been praying for you. This person knew nothing about my situation. Now, the one person that said they were praying, uh, they did know. But this other person did not know. I said, I've been praying for you. And I'm just going to tell you, you don't know what God is doing. You don't know who he has in, around you, surrounding you, you know, helping you, building you up in prayer. So I want to tell you the spiritual realm works. All right, you got to tackle it in the spiritual. And I'm applying this to this particular question because this is how you change. This is how you uh, you pray with expectation even more so after that because you know something's going to happen. So I'm going to give you another example. Um, today, I lost my car keys. I thought I lost my car keys. I, I really I have two pair for one car. And so I have one pair because one pair is two. So I have two sets of keys and I um, actually thought that I lost one of them. And so I, I did not know where it is, but I had an I general idea, but I wasn't really sure. So I just thought, you know what? I'm not sure why I'm worried about this. In the name of Jesus, I will find my keys. I will get my keys. They will return to me. Within five minutes, I had my keys. I didn't even look that hard. I went somewhere I thought they were. And the Holy Spirit literally had my head look down in the area and my keys were right there. 
Okay, so this is how you change. This is how you expect, uh, you know, when I prayed that prayer, I meant it. I wasn't just saying it because I just felt good and it sounded like I said it because I meant it. I needed my keys back and I knew, I knew that I knew that I knew that the Holy Spirit was going to bring them back. I do this every day of my life, all right, in every serious area that I can think of and maybe not so serious areas. Now, there are sometimes you, you know, it can be so big that you may feel like, oh, Lord, how is this going to change right now? Because it feels drastic. The same thing. Use the same concept. And even at this point, even with my faith, I, I even find myself thinking, oh, my God, I got to really, you know, pray about this. This has got to change. And, you know, the enemy wants us to have a seed of doubt, but you, he wants us to believe. God says, only believe, only believe, only believe. And that's the most important thing. This is how you go with prayer and this is how you're different this year than you were last year and i'm going to add another story i had another lady that one the second lady i told you that said she was praying for me she called me one night she said cordelia i lost something that was very valuable to me she said i love jesus so much i'm going to tell you how he gave it back to me she lost something in one area um at a different house okay she she's sure she's lost it in that area and she, the Holy Spirit told her to go somewhere to look at this new house. Okay. She followed and did what the Holy Spirit told her. She went to look at this new house. And she said when she walked back to her car at the new house now, she looked down and the precious item that she lost was right under her car. There's no way. There's no way but God. Okay. So I want you, and this took, a, this was a matter of a week. Okay. Within she was looking for this particular item. So I want you to understand you have to be different. Now you, you have to be, if you don't, you're going to get swallowed up like the rest of the world and you're going to handle things like the rest of the world. So you have to be different in these times than you were this time last year. If you are a believer, which I know you are because you listen to this podcast or you want to believe if you, um, have a relationship with the Holy Spirit if you are a Christian reading God's word, you just have to be different even than you were six months ago because the world is different. You know, that's an easy because. But the next because is God never places us on the same level and leave us there. He wants us to keep growing in this word because without faith is impossible to please him. So he's constantly taking our faith to higher levels. So change this change assessment is, if you have not applied this, you got to start applying it today, right now. Okay, so I'm going to do this to you in not a bad way, but I'm just going to wish that something comes up today that grabs your attention, that you can apply a prayer in the name of Jesus and watch Jesus work in the mighty name of Jesus. Bring something back to you that, you know, maybe you lost a while ago and you still can't find it, that he brings it back to you. Even if you have not had that persecution, I really do want you to be persecuted so you can have that promotion and you walk in high authority. Yes, I'm doing that to you today. <laughs> I don't think anyone else is going to. But this is why you are listening to these types of podcasts so that you can be promoted, so that you can walk different, so you can be a better person, more righteous, and you can also help build the body of Christ. Go back and teach people the things that you've learned, the things that you've practiced in your life. This is a time to stand strong. It's not a time to be a patty cake baker's man 
passive. I say Kate Bakers, man, because you know what I mean. We don't play around with God's word. We don't play around with Christianity. It's time to be a, an active Christian. And the only way you can be an active Christian is go back and take an assessment of your life and your time within the last year. It's time to wake up. Wake up, open your eyes in the mighty name of Jesus, spirit your eyes open and see things differently. Hear things differently in the name of Jesus. And also for your heart, God, open up the hearts of these people that are listening so that they can feel you more during these times. That's this is the most important thing. I cannot stress this because not that I want to get into this, but, you know, if you turn on the media, that's all that's out there is death, horrible deaths. And that's what the enemy comes to for to kill, steal and destroy. The enemy knows that his time is ramping up. OK, his time is coming to an end uh, and he wants to just cause as much destruction as he possibly can. And so we can't keep our minds and our hearts focused on that because that's the demonic. We want to focus on God. So you got to choose today what you're going to do. Are you going to be more so for God's side or for the devil's side? There's no in between. All right. That's why I say we're not playing Patty Kate Baker's man Christianity today. We're playing serious, holy, pure righteousness, God's truth. And we're going to stand strong on that. Now, the next question I'm going to ask you, oh, I got a list of questions. I'm probably going to have to have a part two of this. I'm already at 16 minutes. Have you made a list of people you need to forgive? Now, I know I hearken on this a lot. And I'm going to tell you how important this is. You know, God is, you know, he's filtering. He has filtered a lot of people out of my life. And I'm I'm happy about that. And he's basically bringing new people in my life. And he's bringing back some people who I thought were completely out of my life. Not that I we had like a reason to be out, but we just kind of dwindled away from each other. Calling me out of the blue. And I said, oh, my God, that means so much. And even people he's telling me to reach out to. But have you made a list of people that you need to forgive? I'm going to tell you this story. I had um, someone that got upset with me about something recently um, within the last, I don't know, probably six months. I have really lost track of the time is going by so fast. Certain things I don't keep track of, especially when I feel like someone gets angry with me unrighteously. But, you know, someone got angry with me about something um, and literally decided that they were going to stop talking to me because of it. So I said, okay, I still love you anyway. And the truth is, I forgave them because I didn't think what they were angry about was, you know, sometimes when they're not, when you're not have a, when you don't have a close relationship with the Holy Spirit, things tend to get twisted. And that's something the enemy loves to do is twist things. He loves to take a situation and make it bad. I don't care what it is. It could be something you can see good and he will take it and make it bad. And so I feel like some kind of twist got into this situation. This person got upset and they ended up, um, the Holy Spirit, I, you know, I love this person so much and I reached out to them and, I, and this was like within three months after they had gotten upset. And I said, you know, I still love you. I said, nothing's going to make me stop loving you. I, I still love you regardless. And it's OK. We don't have to ever talk to each other. But I won't let you know I still love you. And this person was so angry after three months. And they, you know, I, I couldn't even understand that um, because, number one, they do have the Holy Spirit according to them. In other words, we all do, but they, they do know who the Holy Spirit is in their lives. And they supposedly spend time with the Holy Spirit and they know the Bible. That's why I'm saying it like this, because I don't know what this person does on a daily basis. This is just a guess. But 
And I, I was clear with this person. I said, you know, I've moved on with my life and I hope you forgive and move on as well. That's important. Forgive, let go and move on. But after three months, my life had changed so much. I mean, my my life is rapidly changing every day, but my life has changed so much as all of us should be when we're, when we're, the, God doesn't keep things the same, but it had changed so much. I couldn't, there's no way I could stay focused on that one thing because number one, it was the devil and the devil is under my feet and he knows it. And number two, <laughs> and number two, there's so much goodness in God's word and truth and life to focus on. You can't focus on a little minuscule, the devil, the little minuscule things the devils do. The devil does. Excuse me. So when I was talking to this person and they, they was, they literally went word by word, situation by situation for what happened. I was like, you remember all that from three months? I was blown away because I honestly, maybe my, I had gotten out of touch with people that don't know how to forgive. I don't know. But at the end of the day, I couldn't believe that this person was so vividly still aware of the problem. Like it had just happened within seconds of us speaking, of us communicating with each other. And so I, I pray that this person is able to forgive and let go. But it shows me that this person has not grown. And number two, that's why, you know, that's number one, they haven't grown. But number two, that's why um, the Holy Spirit most likely wants that person out of my life. And that's fine with me. Um, because I've grown and you have to understand that you have to be around people. Number one, that the spirit leads you to, but number two, be okay with being around people. That's going to increase the anointing on your life versus weakening it. And so, uh, make a list of people that you need to forgive with that example. Um, that sounds pathetic to you. I know it does. Cause I, I, I said it, so it would sound pathetic, but it's the truth. And this is what happens to all of us when we don't forgive. And move on and let go. You you should not under any circumstances hold on to things that hurt. Uh, hurt holding on to hurt, it, it it separates you from God. It keeps you in bondage. You do not grow. There is no positive change in your life. There's negative change, but there's no positive change in your life. And you wonder why things are delayed in your life. Okay, it's critical that you do this. Make a list of people you need to forgive. Forgive them with the Holy Spirit, not you, because you can't do it. Give it to God and let go. Move on, please. That's really, 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 really important. If you have not done this and if you cannot do this, if the hurt is so bad, that's why I said give it to him because you can't handle it. You will die that way. You certainly won't get raptured. That's for sure. The people that are going to get raptured will not have unforgiveness in their hearts. I can guarantee you that. And if you want to die that way and say, okay, that's fine. I'll die that right way because it's so bad. You know, if you die that way, you have to know what happens after death. Okay. You have to be aware of what happens. After. There is no, there is no, you think, okay, it's done. I'm dead now and I'll die and it's all peaceful. No. It doesn't happen like that. Educate yourself with God's word. I will not get into that right now, um, but I want to let you know that your soul is tied to that unforgiveness. Okay. The spirit never dies and your soul pays the price for that. So we'll talk about that another day, but it's critical that you forgive. It's critical. Uh, the next thing I want to ask you about, let's see, what am I doing for time? All right, I'm going to end it with 
this one and pick up on the part two of this one. Is, is your prayer life any different this year than it was last year? Okay. All right. So I want you to meditate. Think about that. And I'm going to pick up on my part two in just a second. I don't want these podcasts to go over 23 minutes because um, I, I sometimes I find that when they go over this time, people are not as inclined to spend a lot of time to listen to it. And you say, oh, I can do this in 20 minutes. Now, it's not to try to entice you to, but it is to encourage you to say, hey, I can do anything in 20 minutes. In 20 minutes. That's why I keep it like this. So let's do part two and I'll come back. Okay. So uh, I love to talk about my book, which is A Little Diary of Relationship Truths. It is on Amazon. That's the fastest way to get it. And it talks about your relationship with the Holy Spirit, how out of that, all relationships flow in life. Would love for you to get it. I would love your feedback. Love at Cardelia.com. Uh, I'll look for you in the next podcast. Thank you. See you next time.